Testing one, two, testing one, two. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Miss P. I hope you are doing fantastic. I am doing great. And it is time to get into another word with Miss P. Honey, we are episodes in. I want you to go ahead and catch up and share the podcast with those that you love. And baby, even knows this, you know, giving you hateration in the dancery. You have seen the title correctly. We are going to be talking about the Kanye West Genius Trilogy Part 2 and three, the Netflix documentary, it is a wrap. Part two, I didn't really do a review on because it was more so behind the scenes with the music that was college dropout, late registration, and a little bit of graduation, you know what I'm saying? Part three though, this is where it got deep. You know, his mom passed and it was a downward snowball um, ever since then, mentally for him, um, creatively though, not so much because he kept working, but we saw all this unfold. Now I personally have never really looked up any documentaries on Kanye West that like behind the scenes like that. I, I don't know why I really don't know. But whenever I'm watching something, I like go deep with YouTube videos and all types of stuff. So I was checking out, um, this documentary and it was actually really good. And it like went in depth and it kind of mirrored the documentary the Coot and them had. I said, wait, but it was posted like last year. So I was like, okay, this is crazy. So I found out so much more, watched different performances and just saw various things, you know, that Kanye has said. And all right, it's just been very, very interesting. Cause I remember seeing him say on national TV, George Bush doesn't care anything about black people. And that is when you had to watch TV. Y'all remember wasn't no such thing as Twitter. Wasn't no such thing as all that stuff. You could be on the internet, but that's all you could do was go on websites. You didn't have nothing like we have now with the social media. You go on your phone. You had to watch TV, and then it just went around, and it would play over and over and over again. And the aha was, for me, was that Grammy party for good music when Kanye kept calling Cootie Cheeky. I was dying um, because that was the first time that we really saw Cootie about to knock his ass out. I knew that <laughs> we were close to the end for them. Um, I really thought, you know, it was just going to fizzle out. Kanye said it best. Henny might be the death of me because y'all remember he was on that Henny when he took the mic from Taylor Swift at the VMA saying Beyonce had the best video of all time. I'm going to let you finish. Uh, and Cootie and him didn't work together after the Glow in the Dark tour because they said... Kanye's uh, team said there was no room for him. No room at the end. Houseway. How? You got all them people in the, singing in the background. How? But it's all right. Cootie and his wife, they had a daughter. And, you know, that was a new light for him. And to be honest, this, I feel like it was both him and Kanye's documentary. And life just continued to happen for the both of them. But Commons, our fest, brought them back together somewhat. But it was after Kanye was admitted to the hospital is when they worked together again. And I really find it admirable how Cootie is there for Kanye no matter what, especially after Life of Pablo. And the biggest aha is looking through this documentary, even when he was posting various things that might have been negative or just in a weird light, he never posed Kanye as like, yo, this nigga crazy. He never said nothing like that. He was just like, you know what? We're going to pray for him. God always has a plan. We were brought back together. It was never anything negative. And I was like, you know what? Kudos to Cootie. And I forgot that Kanye and Kid Cudi had a album together honestly after life of pablo i really fell off with kanye in the album category um and granted with artists in general just because of how streaming was you don't know when somebody got an album out it used to be every single tuesday y'all remember that now you don't know when somebody has an album out um they might post it they might not 
And that's just what it is. And the biggest thing that I heard Kanye say was, um, actually, no, I think Cootie said this. He was like, <sighs> Kanye was always in his best space when he was creating. And then he said, God will make sure you are straight as long as you have the desire and put the work in. There are so many gems in this documentary, part one through three. You just have to watch it and take it in for what it is. But there are a lot of gems. And granted, they went to Tokyo. This was recently. And right after they left Tokyo, had a great trip and everything. That's when Kanye had on the Make America Great Again hat and the comments about slavery being a choice. Child, around that time with Kanye, it was a lot. And it was a huge spiral, especially knowing he has mental illness. I feel just like Cootie. It was like he was crying out for help, but after a while, nobody can help you, but really God and yourself at a certain point. And I can see how Sunday service seemed like a marketing move, but I'm to me, I feel like you can't you can't do something for so long until people see your real intentions. And granted, when he was doing Sunday service, I was like, thank God he doing something for Christ because, child, I can't. It's, it's a bit too much. And when it was time for him to record Jesus as King, he admitted that on this record, he had his family around him, where on others, he didn't, and they were chasing nonsense. I said, oh, look at, look at Kanye. Then it was time for the pandemic and time to put together the documentary because wasn't nobody doing shit. Then he wanted to run for president. I said, you know what, Kanye, you was doing good. <sighs> wow. When they were in the Dominican Republic and he was having a conversation and he was basically telling the investors or the realtors or whoever the hell they were, this is not a game. I go to the hospital for this. I take medication to have normal conversations. And then he said there was a post-execution performed on him since Taylor Swift. And Cootie was like, you know what? He was getting a little bit too deep for my taste. And I felt like I was really intruding. So I said, let me quit filming. Personally, Cootie, you should have kept filming. Because granted, it was making some sense. I, I could listen. He was being deep. But at the same time, he was really telling us how he felt. But I understand Cootie. Um, but right after that, child, I guess I get why Cootie said we're going to cut this because something's going on. He was back on the news for his political rally. And child, that rally, honey, a lot. It was, ooh, child, it was just, I felt hot watching it because it looked like he was hot up on the stage, what he was talking about. It, it was just a bit much. Then everybody went to Wyoming. Cootie, his wife, Dame Dash, Justin Bieber, Common, everybody, all at the same time to make sure he was okay. But I, listen to this. This is how he's always created now. He's recording the Donda album right after the political rally and everybody wondering, is he okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, let's go ahead and record this album. I said, you know what? I don't know how he partitions like this. Kanye was on the phone with his dad and his dad was basically like, honey, I just want to make sure you okay. And he was like, I'm fine. He was like, but I do need your support though. I was like, damn it, Gina, damn it. Then when he told his dad, this is Cootie, he's like my best friend for years, I know Cootie really wanted to hear that after all of those years. I know that made him feel really good. <sighs> and I have to say, Cootie has a very, very soothing voice. And when he said, the answers are always there if we are quiet. And then there was a prayer at the end. I like that this documentary wasn't only about Kanye, but also about Cootie's journey as well. And just like a journey of brotherhood and success and the ups and the downs and just everything that comes along with life. And all in all, I'm glad that I watched part one, part two, and part three. And you should watch it too. After watching, I mean, you might have another opinion of Kanye. Uh, you might be inspired after watching his process. You might be inspired to do your own thing. 
I have no idea, but you will get something out of it. That's what I can say about it. And shout out to, I have to say not Kanye, but more so Cootie, because he's the real MVP. 20 years worth of footage and still holding your friend down through the ups and downs, the ins and outs of life. Child, I mean, that was, whew. I, I really had to clap it up for Cootie. I really had to. And it was solid. It was a solid documentary. Now I see why they broke it up because, honey, if they put all that footage together, honey, I'd have been asleep. Okay? But it was good. Um, I'm glad that I checked it out. Hopefully you checked it out. And there's so much stuff that's on Netflix right now. Make sure you hit me up through my social media and let me know if there's anything you want me to check out and talk about on Another Word with Miss P. But thank you all so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I will check back in with y'all very, very soon. Peace, love, and all that good stuff. God bless. Bye.